morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. It's March 8th, 2022, and I'm Tom Richardson, your host. Tension is building. We can feel it everywhere. it down. That song's about, I don't know, 30 years old now. And if you couldn't figure out from the lyrics, it's called Dogs of War by Pink Floyd. A lot of people may think, what is Tom doing with all this secular music? He doesn't play any good gospel hymns. (laughs) Trust me, there's a place for that. And uh, I have in the past put up some good Christian music for you to listen to when we start off. But sometimes these guys just nail it. I mean, come on now. Long-distance calls and backroom deals, cigar smoking, well, maybe they don't anymore. You know, back in the day, you know, it's a, I heard a, a good comic. It was a funny guy years ago that uh, he said, you know, c- cigarette smoking or no, just smoking, c- tobacco one in World War Two. <laughs> Churchill smoked. Eisenhower smoked. You know, FDR smoked. And we smoked the Germans and the Japanese. So, you know, hey, maybe there's something to smoke and maybe these guys ought to take up the cigar room deals again. You know, quit being so green. Get out there and do it. But I, I you know, today. Uh, from what I'm looking at the news and whatnot, that uh, Biden has stepped forward in his strength that he has and decided we're going to ban all Russian oil coming in. Now, look, you know, I've, I've been a, a fan of that idea myself. I'm like, why are we buying Russian oil and supplying them with money so they can fight these fellows that we say are our buddies in Ukraine? <clears throat> Well, that's been going on for years, folks. They've been buying oil from 
uh, Saudis and Russia and, and all over the place. We, we know that we, we can, we can do our own oil production right here in the United States, but it's, we have to be benevolent. You know, I know people that say, well, you know, this car dealer, he did me a favor one time. So I go, go back and do him one. Now, let me tell you something. A car dealer does you a favor, especially if it's like he sold a car for you or something. He got his commission. He didn't do you a favor. He did himself a favor. He took your used car, marked the price way up, and got a, a good deal out of it. So you don't know him spit. <laughs> but, you know, that's what we say here in the United States. Oh, okay, well, you know, we got our buddies over there in Russia. We got to keep them happy. So we'll buy a bunch of oil from them. That'll, that'll, that'll keep them from getting mad at us and, and throwing bombs at somebody or us. And, you know, that's, that's the, the bottom line. We don't want to get bombs thrown at us. But if we show them how weak we are, that's exactly what we're going to get. So now we're going to be strong and say, okay, we've sanctioned your oligarchs and we've sanctioned Putin and we've sanctioned the Russian people into oblivion. You know, when you have a, a, an, an entire populace, they don't think about uh, the people now, you know, now all of a sudden we're thinking about nothing but the people in Ukraine cause they're getting shot up. And I hate seeing that. I've, t- I've said it before, you know, your heart goes out to those people. They are pawns in the game of these idiots that think they're running things. And you know what? The, they're not leaders. They're rulers. And you know what they say? You give a man an inch. He thinks he's a ruler. Well, we've given our government too many inches over the years of our sovereign security here, our sovereign right to uh, peacefully live in this country, our sovereign rights as American citizens. We've given them away ever since Bush and before, but Bush really came along with the Patriot Act. There's nothing patriotic about that act. It made it so they could surveil you and me. If you say something they don't like, guess what? You're going to get hung for it. Then came the uh, uh, NADA Act. Oh, good Lord, I wish I wrote that down. See, some things just come to me as I sit down here. And that thing was under Obama, which really, you know, went steroids off the Patriot Act. I always said, you know, people said, oh, man, look what we got. I said, no, you got what you got here is you've got a guy by the name of, of Bush who gave up all the got us to give up all kinds of our rights and, and realities and then build up this nice little program of junk and turned it all over the keys to a guy named Obama. And he went ape wild with it so we have to pay the price now right we have to pay the price national defense authorization act that's what it was sorry about that I had to look it up while i'm sitting here and what that thing does you if you go in there and read it nad act of uh, you know it, it even goes up to 2017 because these things are re uh instituted as new presidents come in 
and you know they just throw a bunch of stuff in front of here right uh, you gotta sign this you gotta sign this you know it's an executive order that continues an executive order <clears throat> but it basically strips us of all of our sovereign rights as citizens you know income tax wasn't even supposed to be something that went on forever but yet here we are 75 or so years later still paying income tax and more and more as it goes along they tax you on this and they tax you on that you know with all the taxes that we pay on everything fishing license hunting license car license all those things that we pay, and then every time you go to the grocery store, you're going to get hit with some kind of a tax somewhere. They don't really tax food, do they? But, you know, they'll find something because you, you get a Walmart, you're going to end up buying a pair of pants or something. You're going to get taxed on that, taxed at the pump, taxed everywhere. You go sit down at the restaurant, you're getting taxed. So there you are, tax, tax, tax. It, with all that tax, where, where's that money go? Oh, well, we, you know, we spent that somewhere. Don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. We're way off the script today. But here we are. We have a, oh, I did, I, and I, I did you a favor. I didn't bring any of the Jen Psaki. Did I? Maybe I did. Maybe I should give you one. You know, if I have to watch it, you should too. Uh, no, I did I got an old one. Jen Psaki, president's press secretary, goes out, and she's getting hit with some hard questions about prices at the pump and how are we going to relinquish that. And she's like, well, the president is being very plain. He's working on that. Um, We're reaching out to our partners in other places and blah, blah, blah. And when when you ask him about pumping more oil out of the ground here, she has a standard boilerplate answer that says well there's nine thousand uh pumping stations that the the petroleum companies could hit on that would you know blah 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 but what she doesn't tell you is some of those are closed some of them are empty there you know there, there are there comes a time when you hit the bottom of the well some of them have other issues whatever uh, that you can't touch them but we have the Anwar, we have the, the pipeline that quit being built. Now, the pipeline's not, like she says, it's not an oil, that's not an oil field. It's just an oil pipeline. Yeah, that would punch, pump out hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil from Canada down to the Louisiana coast to be refined. That we wouldn't have to buy from Russia that we wouldn't have to buy from Iran, that we wouldn't have to buy from Venezuela. You know, we put sanctions on Venezuela a couple of years ago because of the way things go down there. Socialist dictator that takes over, what's his name, Maduro? Bought the Dominion voting system machines so that he could win and win again and win again. Oh, he used them. We should. They work so well for him. He's a communist, socialist dictator. He's no better than Putin and maybe even worse. Well, you can't say that, Tom, because he hasn't invaded anybody. He took down his own country. There are pictures 
from several years ago of Venezuelan grocery stores with nothing on the shelves. Partly probably because we sanctioned them. Mostly because he ruined them. These guys come in and they get fat rich. But the people suffer. Are you ready for it here? Because it's coming. If something doesn't shake loose soon, this country that we sit in right now, United States, those of you who are not in the United States, thank you for listening in. And those of you that know what I'm talking about from what may have happened in your nation or is happening, God bless you too. Now, the thing of it is, is she, Mrs. Saki, she wants everybody to think that it's Putin's fault that your prices at the pump are going up. Or as she says, prices at the tank. We have to... The president's working on working on prices at the tank. No, it's at the pump. The tank is in the car. See, they don't even know nomenclature because does she have to buy gas? Does Biden buy gas? No, that they probably don't have a car. They get in a big old government paid for limousine and go for a ride. Secret service attachments around them. We're in trouble. So the question there is, did Russia send our gas prices up? Well, if they did, it started back in about this time of last year, didn't it? When we went from, you know, a couple bucks a gallon, 225 or something like that. And then overnight it was three, 280, 290, three and a quarter. Oh, but it came back to 279. Then went right back up to three, three and a quarter, 350. 374. And how'd that happen? Did the Russians do all that to us? Did the Russians say, you're going to pay more for gas? No, they didn't. The morons over here did it when they shut down all the pipelines, many of them, several of them, I should say. When they, you know, started pushing their green energy ideals. Hey, everybody wants a cleaner planet. <coughs> everybody wants less fog and smog. Let me tell you something. You can't rely on electric vehicles. And like one fellow said earlier on a show I was watching, where does that battery in that electric vehicle come from? It's made from cobalt, which comes from China. Major importer of cobalt or maker of batteries because some of that stuff we can't make here because of the regulations so they build the car and then they make something about the battery and they put it on a boat and they ship it over there they put it all together and ship it back so that's why when you buy your electric car or your hybrid or whatever you want to call it it's like sixty thousand bucks hey no problem People can, people can afford that because everything's going to be green now now all they got to do is plug it in they don't have to buy petrol Get out of here. If I sound a little raspy, maybe it's because I am. <clears throat> so, yeah, the, the gas prices started jumping as soon as Biden started writing little pieces of executive orders. He had a stack of them on his desk back in January of 21. 
This is to end the Keystone Exxon pipeline. And then the next one, you know, this is to drop this. This is to stop the war, the drilling in the Anwar and all other uh, public and uh, government controlled areas. If you don't remember it, uh, duck, duck, go it. Start refreshing our memories here and there because we need to. I mean, there's a lot of stuff being thrown at us. A lot of it. And, and what are we going to do with that? What do we do with the information that comes our way? We, all we can do is try to decipher it, discern it, and you know, park it in a box in our brain for a minute so we can think about it, but they don't give us time. The economic situation in our, in our nation is not good. It is not good at all. And I say that as I segue into the Dow plummeting today. And why? Because they need to sell the war that they want to start. And, you know, that's another thing. This war over in Ukraine is not at fault for our gas prices jumping. It all goes back to the administration who decided we don't need to be energy dependent. When you have a strong energy dependence of your own without shipping in, then you are a strong nation. You're one that people look to. We, and we have the energy. We have the oil. We have the coal. I live in a place where I can see no, I used to be. I don't, I don't see them so much anymore. But, you know, you get, you get stuck at the railroad crossing. And this bucket car after bucket car after bucket car of coal coming from what I would, I would imagine is West Virginia area right through the middle of Ohio. Now, where is it going? I heard one person said it's all going to China. I wouldn't doubt it. We need to keep our coal. We need to keep our oil, or we need to sell it at really high prices like everybody else does. No, we can't do that. We need to be the policeman and the nice guy and the Mr. Rogers in the world neighborhood. Give me a break. It's time to take off the cardigan, Mr. Rogers, and put on your BDUs, your battle dress uniform. Show people you got a little bit of spunk with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip. I got found it. I saw it on Tucker Carlson uh, of an MMA fighter from Arkansas, and we're gonna play that in a little bit as I diverge way back into what I was talking about. The Dow's plummeting, and why is that? Because they want to sell you a war. Wars make money for some reason. It makes money for who, though? It makes money for Raytheon. It makes money for Boeing. You know, and I'm not against these guys. It makes money for Halliburton and, and all these other, uh, uh, what did my friend Ike uh, say, uh, the industrial, military-industrial complex. That's what uh, I like, Ike, Eisenhower. We need to be a little bit, more in tune with what goes on and within the military industrial complex. That's the people who build stuff to blow stuff up or attack other countries. 
every nation has their own military industrial complex, except for Ukraine. We're sending all of our MIC to them. They're getting plane loads of, of, uh, stinger missiles and, and man pads or whatever you call those things, shoot down planes and whatnot. Do you not think we're already in the war? They're telling you, you we're not, but it seems like we pretty much have a hand in it. Don't we? A big hand because we're giving them the weapons to do it. Oh, <clears throat> but we shouldn't give them airplanes. And really, we shouldn't. Now, you you sound mean towards Ukraine. No, I don't. I, I feel really bad for the people in Ukraine. The people in Ukraine. Don't let them puff up this puppet, Zelensky, as being some great guy. He's got a lot of got a lot of dirty money on his hands too oh yeah you'll only hear it here because right now he's the world's hero as he stands there i'm standing with my country and god bless him for doing that he didn't cut and run but they probably wouldn't take him that's why he had to stay <laughs> uh, so pulling the plug on the russian oil with no replacement for it you know they say i hear 10 percent is all we we only we only import like 10 percent and then they try to downplay it to, oh, it's more like 3%. But if you take away that 10% that's coming in, that means you can look at your gas prices jumping 10%, right? Or more. There's no, you, you, it's like a vacuum. When you suck out that 10%, you take it away without putting something else in. Well, see, that's why we want to go to Iran and Venezuela and see if we can implode that or input that 10% that we're going to take away from Russia. And they'll probably say, oh, Iranians are really going to be happy to, you know, gouge us for that 10%. That's my talk. I'm not an economist, but I can guarantee you, nothing good comes from dealing with Iranians and Venezuela. <coughs> Excuse me. So we're looking at, I like this one too, Ms. Saki says, we got a long, difficult road ahead. She doesn't. Her meals are going to be provided for her right there in the White House that are paid for by you and me. Her trips here and there, hither and yon, are going to be paid by us. She's probably got a, an apartment or a house or something that we're paying for somehow. So they're, they're, the long, difficult road ahead isn't going to land on her or Biden, or uh, Kamala, or anybody else in Congress. There may be a couple that take a hit because they're halfway as decent. But that long, difficult road ahead that she talks about, that's not going to come to her. But we need to listen when they speak. You know, they're not just, they don't just say words. It seems like it. It seems like what they say, they're just talking. It's just words come. Now, when Biden says stuff, that's pretty much what it might be because he's not too bright. Uh, and a lot of things come out of him that aren't even right. But when when somebody like Saki is up there saying, you know, we're, we're looking at a long, difficult road ahead, you better listen. You better listen and prepare for the crash. It's like when you're on an airplane, and I, 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 this actually happened to me. Now, we didn't crash, thank God. But I was on an airplane one time. The captain came over, and he says, hey, uh, we got a little 
uh, indicator light problem, and we take these things seriously. You know, we're we're checking into it uh, regarding our hydraulic system. Blah blah blah. Uh, we'll we'll get back to you. You know, a little while later, he came back. We're supposed to land at the New York's LaGuardia Airport. Uh, he said, "Well, unfortunately, we we uh, we are going to land at JFK. Now that's clear across town. Those of you that know the New York airport system." So, because they have longer runways, they, they, that's the international airport with the big old jumbo jets and junk. We were on a little MD 90 or whatever the thing was. And we're, we're just going to do that for safety's reasons. You know, in case there is a problem, we can land and we'll have an extra room and blah, blah, blah. When we hit the ground, that thing shook like a, like it was coming apart. When I was walking off the plane, you know, he, the pilot, knowing who me and my friend that was with me were, we were air marshals. He said, um, that was real. He says, when we landed, we didn't have the reversers on the, uh, rear engines, which would flop down and, and shoot the jet stream in reverse. basically is what it does to make a long in, in information you don't really need to know all that but you know it just that's part of the braking system he said all we had was brakes and they were pretty darn hot by the time we hit the end of the long runway and he said we were fortunate because it wasn't just an indicator there actually was a hydraulic system failure uh Hats off to this data that pilot can't remember his name, but uh, he was he got us he got us where we needed to go. Now we aren't on that kind of plane in, in an analogous form that I was trying to bring this around to. The kind of plane we're on now is when the captain comes over and says, uh, "We've just lost our hydraulics and we need to look for a place to land. Brace for impact. Brace." For impact. And, you know, when that's going on, the, the flight attendants run up and down the aisle or whatever, or sit up there, and all they do is yell, brace, 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 brace. Heads down, hands clasped, brace, brace, brace. Folks, that's the position you better be in right now in this nation, at least for a while. Brace for impact. It's going to come quick. You know, it's all right. Look how fast things have fallen apart. People are still waiting for the midterm elections, which I pray will work out in our favor as far as conservatives go. <coughs> but we don't know. And what can happen in the next eight months before we get there? These guys have pretty much done a, a nice little bit of damage to us since the beginning. Um. I want to, you know, play a little clip here. Yeah, that way I can take a break. Tulsi Gabbard, Democratic Congresswoman and United States Service Member, came on. To, uh, I think it was Jesse Waters last night on Fox News, and she gave a. She always gives. She's very straight. She's she doesn't get really emotional like I do. Uh, and she, she gave us a pretty good, uh, a telling kind of a, of a, an analysis of what she feels about the 
leadership we have right now. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, former congresswoman and presidential candidate, joins me now. Congresswoman, that seemed to be a critical piece of paper we signed with the Ukrainians in November, just a few months ago, basically saying, yeah, you're NATO, you're on the way, you're getting there, you're close. Did anybody in Washington think that might have been a little provocative? And I'm not blaming the Americans for everything that Russia does. I'm just saying it takes a little touch to handle a buffer state like Ukraine. Don't you think so? Yeah, Jesse, you know, as you said, there is so much devastation and incredible suffering uh, that's going on in Ukraine right now. And the world needs to condemn Putin for his actions. Uh, The thing here is that our leaders really have this F.U. attitude and they just don't care. Uh, we see this FU attitude in our domestic policy here at home, uh, where they're saying, you know what, FU to parents who are concerned about what their kids are being taught in their schools, uh, you know, FU to Americans who want to make their own decisions as it relates to their health and COVID. Uh, and then you see this same attitude and mindset also extending to their decisions on our foreign policy, basically going in and saying, you know what, this is what we're going to do any other country in the world. Uh, And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. There's nothing anyone can do to stop us. And and all of this just points to the fact that that they just don't care. Because, Jesse, if they did, then before making these decisions, before taking these actions, they would stop and think for more than just a moment about what the ramifications and consequences of those decisions will be. Who will they impact the most? How will they impact the American people, the people of these other countries? Uh, what, what will the cost be? Is it worth it? What is our objective and what are we trying to accomplish? Does it serve the best interest of our country? These are the things that they would be considering before they make these decisions. Uh, and, and it's just clear to me that they're not. And, and I just I look back to 1996, something that exemplifies this FU attitude and their lack of care for people was when Madeleine Albright was asked about uh, her reaction to the sanctions, U.S. sanctions policy against Iraq that had killed 500,000 kids. And as you know, her response was chilling when she said it was worth it. Isn't that enough? Isn't that just enough? It's worth it. Let's take a trip around the Middle East real quick. I'm, again, off the cuff, me and, me and my wife were talking about it earlier. Is Iraq better off now that we've gone in there and replaced their government? Yeah, Saddam Hussein and his two crazy sons weren't exactly paragons of any virtue. But is it better off now? I don't, I mean, ISIS came in and, and uh, a, a myriad of different, puppet so-called democracy holding presidents they it's it's kind of a hellhole we went into libya took out um momar Gaddafi. everybody hated Gaddafi. he's got to go hillary clinton laughed and chuckled that witch chuckle cackle of hers and said ah, ha, ha, we got him blew his head off Is Libya better off now? Ask a Libyan. You know, we we look at things from the head down. 
and we rarely get past that. We say, well, that guy had to go. But there's people that live in these countries. You know, Lindsey Graham running around, we need to take out Putin. He needs to be shot in the head. Mark Levin backing him up. Saying he shouldn't be taking all the heat for that, that he said that. Well, he should be because you don't know who's taking the place of the guy you dispatch. When you, when you sit back and think for yourself, if you let Lindsey Graham do your thinking for you, you're in bad shape. He's been touting junk like that since almost nine, six years, six years ago. It's 2016. He's over there running his mouth about, we need to take these Russians and blah, 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 and then blow them up and, you know, or blow up the Ukrainians or whatever. I mean, these guys are insane. They jump from one boat to the other. Whoever's got the best captain, we'll just jump in with him. Oh, my goodness. I got, I've got a guy here that I, I like a lot as far as an economic dude. I got a couple of pages full of points that he's made. I may get to him today and I might not. Uh, anyway, back here at home, <laughs> I like it when normal everyday Americans get asked questions and how they'll answer them. When you're, when you talk to world leaders and whatnot, world rulers, they're, they're always going to tell you, you know, what the, the main political talking point of the day and what's, what's the most, you know, pro American ideal that you can come up with. This kid's from Arkansas. I said, I talked about it earlier. He's a uh, UFC or MMA fighter of one, one degree or another. Now you, what you don't, if you don't know what that means, he's just he's a mixed martial arts kind of guy. They they do that fighting with no gloves and kicking each other, and it, it's kind of funny. But somebody asked him a question at a, at a presser, and he had a real good answer for it. Back over here, bro. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Um, a lot of people think politics should stay out of sport, but considering you're not one of those people, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole Russia and Ukraine situation. You know, um, Here's my first thought is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home, and when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground, and I will die for everything I love, and I will not retreat. If this country's invaded and everybody's saying, well, we gotta, we got to evacuate, we got to leave, we gotta, I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil, and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love, and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on. To be honest, brother, I really don't. There's so much stuff, and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a shit ton of money off of uh, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people. That's treasonous, in my opinion. Uh, so you got Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if, if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We got veterans out here sleeping on the street, and you're going to give our freaking tax dollars to these Ukrainians? and all the, I, Brother, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not going over there and fighting, and God bless anybody that's over there that's fighting, and I hope that this shit just gets solved. And Man, I don't like war. You know what I mean? I don't want people dying and all that stuff. I don't want to be... I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff that I think 
that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there. And I just, I pray all those people are safe and I don't want none of that, you know, I have no control over that shit and I don't really know enough to talk about it too much. But thank you for asking. Thank you very much. And uh, because this fight shit is so minuscule in life, like you think, uh, he, yes, it's it's great for me and uh, small. I just left it as plain as you can leave it. You know, usually you won't hear that kind of language from uh, our show, but I don't have time for bleeping. I don't use the language myself. As you know, you never heard me curse on this program, but I'll, I'll let this kid go. I mean, it's just a clip that I pulled off the, off the, uh, YouTube and he's right on, you know, God bless everyone who wears a uniform in the United States. We need you. And we dearly love you. And our prayers go out to you. But I'm going to tell you something. Bring them all home. Bring them all home. We need to, we need to pull out of all those places that, that we've stuck fellows in. Because sooner or later, if the, if the, if the war starts in Korea or wherever, and, and Biden don't have the guts for it or the next guy doesn't, he'll say, well, we're done with this, and pull out, quit, and leave them there. We did it in Nam. We did it in Afghanistan. You know, this stuff is getting old. We need to protect our border here. What if you woke up tomorrow? And you heard that the uh, North Koreans were amassing a, a, a large contingent on our southern border. You might as well say that's already happening, but it's not North Koreans. I'm just using a fictitious idea. And we don't have anybody to protect that border. We've sent all of our guys everywhere else. It's up to you and me. But then we pay border patrol agents to do it, but they can't, you know, it's like a sieve. These people are just running across that border. And doing whatever they want. We're in one of them situations where we, we need our troops here. We need a strong military presence on our own ground. Worrying more about the uh, Ukrainians, and I feel for them. But this stuff has been going on. What's Ukraine been doing in their different areas over there? The Donbass area, which is pro-Russian, they've been bombing them. These things have been happening for a long time, folks. Keep your eyes on the news and look at the history, the most recent of histories, to see what's going on. Um, <laughs> and this is the guy that's running the show, right? This is the guy that we're, we're looking forward to, to, uh, hold up a, a brighter path for us. His name's Biden. I love that. I use these guys from sky news and from Australia when they, they have their little backs and forths and, uh, they're talking about, uh, Joe Biden's Ukraine gaffes. 
starting to get like they're not really gaffes. Maybe they're real. U.S. President Joe Biden, he can't even focus when there's a war on in the world at the moment. He's now got Russia and Ukraine confused after having trouble identifying his Ukrainians from his Iranians. Have a look at this. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing like this has happened since World War II. Oh, Holly, it, it, it is embarrassing, but it's also dangerous. And you wonder why we've got authoritarian presidents prepared to go into war with other nations. Well, if, I mean, Biden once during the State of the Union could have been, you know, a misspeak. Uh, now in the second interview, it's starting to look like a pattern. Uh, Kamala Harris and her explanation of Russia's a big country next to a smaller country called Ukraine and Russia's the bigger country that invaded. I mean, I honestly hope she was giving that instruction to a kindergarten class because it was embarrassing. Yes. Um, You know, no wonder Putin's been emboldened with these two in charge. Uh, It's just extraordinary and it's heartbreaking to see the state of the U.S., and the, being run by these two, it's, in, you know, it's, it's dangerous and it's embarrassing and it's, it doesn't instill a lot of faith. And when you look at John Kerry, who's there, let's not forget climate change oh, in the Ukraine war. Stop. I mean, seriously, we've got, you know, Me Too movements that are now being discredited. We've got ridiculous notions that we need to keep looking at climate change while the Ukraine conflict's going on. And I think Richo's right. If Putin's in trouble, I think we're all frightened he'll push that button. And I can assure you climate change will seem like a walk in the park to nuclear fallout. So perhaps we need to focus on the main game here and stop worrying about what pronouns are on the bottom of your email. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) You know, it sounds so much better with the with the, with the Australian accent. <laughs> but she's so right. You know, here we are. Here we are, the United States. You know, the, the country that everybody wanted to come to, and they still do, evidently. But uh, what for? Because they know that it's changing for their better, not for my better or yours. It's all going downhill from here. So we've covered quite a bit. Let's talk about some of the things I, I mentioned yesterday in in our little program that there, the fog of war brings about a lot of strange things and bad reporting. Um, they're getting a little bit better now as the war is in its fourteenth or thirteenth day of of trying to be a little you know some of them at least are trying to be a little bit more focused on is this real or is this Memorex, as we used to say in the old days. I love this one. Miss Ukraine. A good-looking girl. Miss Ukraine. I mean, she she won the beauty pageant, right? And she's taken up arms. They have her, you know, she'd gone from her swimsuit to her uh, camouflage uniform and carrying her her rifle into battle, and she is going to defend the Ukrainian people, Miss Ukraine of all people. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, Men, real men, do not like it when women 
go to war holding a rifle. The women should be, uh, you know, hey, call me sexist if you want, but the women should be in the rear with the gear as nurses and, and support staff. Nothing wrong with that. Battle front, you, uh, battle front positions, when women get killed, it's very emotional to the men around them, the ones that are real men. But anyway, let me skip that. That's that's just one of those things, you know. It's like having women playing, you know, men's football and all that. Uh, Miss Ukraine is going to defend the Ukrainian people, and they have these pictures out there that you can get a hold of on the internet, of course, of her holding her rifle and ready to go to war. It's an airsoft gun. It's a fake. It's a fagazi, as we put out there before a while back. Didn't we do that one? No, we did. <laughs> we did a long time ago. It's a fugazi. It's not real. It's fake. You know, but when, when Miss Anything, you know, the beautiful woman of the world, of the, of the country, goes to war, you know, Miss, Ameri- Miss America, you know, signing up to the Marine Corps and going off as a SEAL or a <laughs> Force Recon Marine. It, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And it didn't. She's holding a fake child's toy. I'll tell you what, some of those airsoft guns, buddy of mine shot his, another friend of mine. <laughs> they got this high-powered battery-operated thing, and they popped one or the other with it. And he said he had, he had a welt on his chest from the thing for quite a while. But a welt, is it'll go away, right? It'll stun you for a second, but it ain't going to kill you. You're not going to go up against Russian soldiers with AK-47s or AK-74s, whatever they call them now. I'm sure they've upgraded all all that stuff. Uh, You're not going to go against those fellas with an airsoft gun. Or like uh, my friend Mike said, he he saw a picture of a couple of guys, you know, hunkered down with their rifles, and they were wooden rifles. Not real. Fake. They're a fugazi. Also, that there were pictures of body bags lined up, videos. This was videos of body bags, patriots that have given their lives for the Ukraine, but some of the body bags were squirming. Now, you don't put a guy in a body bag until he's done squirming. Maybe he was just trying it on for size, see if they had one to fit. Um, make light of that but that's you know come on these people are lying to us constantly you can't trust everything that comes across the media in the fog of war there's a lot that gets concealed under the smoke and the mirrors whatever it is that can gin up our reserve to just jump into this fight. That's what they're looking for. How many more people can we get to jump in here? Can we get the NATO to jump on board and go full force into the war? I don't know. Till next time, I'll leave a few questions for you. I hope we haven't reconfused anybody. Try to be as straight up as we can. 
We need to think about America first again. Have a great day. This is Tom Richardson with Removing Confusion, March the 8th, 2022. Till next time, goodbye.